Welcome to our irreverent podcast about spooky things and acts. This is a reminder that this show is rated evil explicit, meaning that your children are not to be present in the room whilst this is playing. Your best bet is to throw them outside and leave them, because children are only going to suck away your finances that you could use to do things for yourself, like travel the world and buy fine goods. That being said, uh, they shouldn't hear the dirty words we're going to say. Do you want to show them some of the dirty words? Yes, I dare say. We'll be saying coarse language such as and tats and sucker. And every now and then we'll throw in another tat for good measure. And every now and then, mother. Yes, that's great. And you, play the piano louder. Yes, you motherfucker. Welcome back, everybody, to the latest and greatest installment of the Go Folk Yourself podcast, an American podcast brought to you live from sunny Orlando, Florida. Tonight, we are all working remote using the powers of the internet. So there is your host, Brett, followed by Victor. How are you doing tonight, hey, buddy? Hey, how's it going, everybody? How's everyone's equipment Fabulous. working? Uh, hopefully, it's working. I think mine is recording. I don't really understand what I'm looking at here. <laughs> Who else we have on the call tonight? I think we have Nick. Is that right? Hey, guys. Hello, Nick. Hi. Hi, Nick. Say something funny. Um, my computer says shutting down now, so I assume that's what you want, right, Victor? Yes. Perfect. All right. We're all on the same page here. And we got Ethan tonight, too. Hi. Hello. My name's Ethan. I'm here. <laughs> on, the po- on the podcast hello man isn't the internet great guys I, yep yeah it is isn't it so much better than being in a room blast. together guys i, pref- I, I know. prefer i it. can be as i can be as bottom nude as i want you know it's funny you say that recording pantsless is my favorite thing to do we, I think it's safe to say that this entire podcast crew is porky pigging it right now. <laughs> and if you folks at home don't know what that means, that means that you are only wearing a shirt. No underwear, no pants, only shirt. Just like the titular character, Porky Pig. Yeah. 100% Donald Duck, just shirt cocking it. <laughs> uh, Donald Duck is actually when you have a sailor's hat on as well. I do. Yeah, I, I don't have a jaunty hat on. I'm not really a hat guy. (laughs) (laughs) So, guys, are you excited tonight? Because I'm pretty fucking stoked about what we're about to do. I'm I'm very excited. Could not be more excited. Oh, man, this is going to be great. (laughs) Tonight, we are covering 
perhaps the greatest state in God's country. Are you ready? I, I is am. it Texas? It is not Texas. Oh. It's it Ontario. is the Texas of the Pacific Northwest, Oregon. Oregon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you got it. I think it. they'd agree with yeah, that. Yeah, that's it. That's actually their state motto, if you didn't know that. <laughs> we're, the, we're the Texas of the Pacific Northwest. Everything's slightly yeah. bigger in Oregon. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they say. Except for That's... their parks. Did you know that they actually have the world's smallest park in Portland? What? <sighs> really? Uh, okay. I had no idea. So we're, so we're already just doing right Oh, so this is, this is how that feels. It feels great, right? It's, it's so it's exciting. Like, it's literally a two-foot circle park. It's so exciting to know these fun facts. We're just jumping right into it. <laughs> wow, you went straight wow. for it. It's like someone walked me to my car and then just forcefully made out with me. It, I don't like it. <laughs> that was a very special <laughs> night, and I'll beg you to keep that between us. <laughs> that was a wedding, and that's permittable there. <laughs> it's custom to do that. Welcome That's a custom family. here in America. <laughs> all right, Nick. Sure. What, what other fun facts do we have? Let's yeah, let's do it. Yeah. We're just getting them all out of the system now. There's a finesse to this, Victor. Don't you remember last time it went really well when you just like you lube everybody up and you slide in a fun fact? Ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm quivering with delight. <laughs> God damn it, Ethan. Have you been to Oregon? Speaking of parks. I have not. I have not been to Oregon. I've been to the. I've been to Washington, which I don't think until I was like twenty. I didn't think there was really a difference. And if it's yeah. just North Oregon, <laughs> I, I was like, "Isn't that the same thing?" Tomato, tomato. Yeah, I know they probably. You know, they probably think the same thing about shit over here. But like, I'm gonna be honest. I I was being pretty conservative when I said twenty. I didn't think they were different until, like. Like right now, no. It's like researching the episode. <laughs> no, to, to be honest, until the show Portlandia, I knew they were different, kind of in theory, you know. But like, I didn't think there was actually much of a difference. Maybe there still is. Like you, sus- I've never been there. Maybe it's just like Washington. <laughs> you Did know, you like I've, kind of I've, picture I've, it like the Dakotas? Like, the, yeah, there's North Dakota and South Dakota, but it's basically just Dakota. Yeah, it's, there's South Washington and North Washington. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I knew of the game Oregon Trail, which I think most people would associate with it, right? I associate that with diarrhea and dying <laughs> and from dysentery. said diarrhea. Yeah, that's true. That's what I associate Oregon with diarrhea. <laughs> I've actually been to Oregon before. You have? It was pretty fucking cool. Oh, I wow. have, yes. Yeah, I went to Portland for like a week and a half, and it was fucking awesome. Did you? Did you visit one of Portland's over 60 breweries in the city limits? You know, I did. I don't remember what oh, I went Nick. to because I was quite drunk. This is the worst. Uh, <laughs> oh, that was a fun fact. I thought you were asking me a question. I was. Oh I was questioning you with a fun fact. Wow. <laughs> I didn't even notice that I was being fun facted there. See, uh, surprise, guys! This can be pleasurable. <laughs> Please, I enjoyed that. I, I gave you an anecdote about my trip, answering your fun fact. <laughs> Please never say that ever again, Nick. Surprise, pleasurable, this can be or pleasurable. surprise fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone. I talk to you guys just that. like I talk to my wife. Surprise, yeah. it's pleasurable. <laughs> that is horrifying. And that's a fun fact. 
<laughs> that is that is a very fun fact to Ethan. Yeah. But uh, Portland is perhaps one of the coolest places I have ever been and would absolutely like to go back to. Is it, is it filled with just food uh, the, trucks and lumberjacks? Yeah. No, I didn't run into really a whole lot of food trucks. There's actually a shitload more food trucks in Austin than there was in Portland. Oh, really? Uh, but yeah, I also fucking hate Austin. So oh, really? Fuck you, Texas. Wait, why? Why do you you might be the first person I've ever heard say that. Yeah. yeah. It, try, it tries to be like the Pacific Northwest, but at its heart, it is just a little dib of blue in the middle of a Republican cancer state. That, <laughs> Damn. I, wow. I, I think it's on their flag. Yeah. It's it's like if someone looked at everything that was good about a cool city and was like, you know, we could probably do that, and then tried really hard to grab that aesthetic in an entire city. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that, that is a stone-cold review of Austin, man. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, I, I don't recommend Austin. However, I <laughs> absurdly recommend Portland. Wow. And yeah, it's uh it was one of the nicest cities I've ever been in and it was I was there in the dead of fall, mm-hmm. so it was absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And it was during the um like corn growing season, oddly enough, and actually got the opportunity to go to like a corn maze, like a real fucking corn maze in the middle of the fucking Willamette Valley. Really? <laughs> wow. Man, that yeah, awesome. it was fantastic. Yeah. Uh the food there amazing. Um and it was like Right when I was being exposed to, uh, oh God, what is that thing that uh, sick kids can't have? Gluten. That's the thing. The gluten-free <laughs> thing. <Sick kids. laughs> that thing sick kids can't have. Yeah. So Things like, you shouldn't expose every bakery to there was, Yeah, it was uh, gluten-free. And it was also not horrible, huh. like I've become accustomed to. Nice. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but like everything uh, that I have read online about the city was like pretty much accurate. Uh, the fucking Portland Museum is incredible. Yeah. If you guys ever are interested in like natural history stuff or like anthropological history, they have a real, lot of really cool Native American stuff there, uh, as well as like a surprisingly good art collection. Uh, so it's it's an amazing place to go. That's actually why I picked this state. Uh, after winning the last folk off, just because I'm pretty fucking stoked on Oregon as a whole. Nice. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Imagine being in like the forest moon of indoor, yeah. but then also there are micro brews really close by <laughs> and also vineyards. And then like a variety of agricultural things that are not fucking citrus. Are they Ewoks yeah. there? <laughs> oh God. Yes. I get so I like the sound. What of was it. your, was, what was your question? I was Victor? saying, is there Ewoks there? <laughs> they they call them homeless. It's oh, <laughs> adorable. They dress them up like little teddy bears. <laughs> yeah, they have a nice little dance uh, to celebrate the death of the evil dictator from the space moon. Right. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Have you been Have you been to Seattle? No, that's uh, that is next on my places to go in the U.S. Dude, though. we are like yin and yang right now. I've been to Seattle. But I haven't been to Portland. You've been to North Oregon, and I've been to South Washington. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Damn. We need to go to the other one and compare them to which one's better. Although, I'm, I'm going to be I smell honest, a special episode. Yeah, a special deep folking episode. I'm going to be honest, I fucking hated Seattle, though, but... Uh, 
what did you what did you hate about I Seattle? Just, I fucking hated it. What happened is I went to the national parks in Washington, and I know we're getting off track because this is not about Washington. But I went yeah. to the national I went to the national parks in Washington, had a fucking killer time, and the last day there we had like kind of a weird time to fly out, so we spent the day in Seattle. But I had been like all up in the woods and stuff. So I was just back with all these fucking people, and I was such a snob about it. I was like, oh, God, look at all these fucking people. And they they probably weren't doing anything <laughs> wrong. I was just going like, God, look at these goddamn animals walking. They're fucking everywhere. Buying shit. And so... Their rampant commercialism. Yeah. I've been in the woods. Yeah. They don't know anything about the you woods. Know, yeah, just like when someone takes credit for all your hard work on a story and then brags about winning a competition... You know, <laughs> I I have no idea what you're yeah, referring to, Victor. You know what you're referring to. We'll settle it tonight. Yeah, I've <laughs> I've never experienced that. It sounds infuriating, but I don't see the problem. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's all fine. So before before I sidetrack us anymore, what are we? Well, you got any other facts? Are we still doing facts? Is that still happening? I mean, we can absolutely still do facts. We could talk about how Oregon has over 750 wineries. Yeah. We can talk I, about I believe how... believe they're everywhere. That's what I keep hearing. Like, I've come across tons and tons of pictures, and it's just like rows of grapes growing, and I just want to live there and drink all the wine and if, never come back. If you have ever, like, seen Oregon geography, it is, like, basically, like, a valley that's in, like, a semicircle sea facing, like, towards the... I want to say it's, like, kind of facing towards the ocean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, literally, like, rain just circulates around it and makes for like the most perfect fertile soil for like growing grapes oddly enough it (laughs) makes sense because i know there's um you know like the remains of a volcano there which have actually formed crater lake which is the deepest lake in the united states inside these remains of the ancient volcano look at at that fucking fun fact segue i didn't even feel like i was being segued lake the national park (laughs) Uh, I believe so, because it says it's the deepest and the largest. If anybody wanted to take a guess as to how old this lake was, now is the time to do it. I have a guess. What's your guess? It's old as balls. (laughs) That's actually what it says here. It says old as balls, parentheses, 6,500 years ago. Wow. Good guess. That is significantly older than humans have been in existence. It sure is. (laughs) Damn, what a fun fact. We also well, know else, that for the majority of the part of uh, Oregon, there are like kind of pockets where you can do it because of like new laws. But for the majority, you actually can't pump your own gas in Oregon, much like in New Jersey. What? Yeah, I, I experienced that. that and it's fucking wild. What, what happened? Yeah, it's one of those things like. Gas? Yeah, it's, yeah, a, it's, it's those, a full service gas station. Yeah, it's like an effort to like increase job participation rates. So, like, if you're a gas station attendant, like, they have people that work inside the gas station and then people that work at the pumps individually. That's a weird. That's a weird slippery slope of capitalism, right? It's weird, but, it's, like, it's really convenient in the winter. I bet. Oh, my God. I didn't think it was that. amazing. Yeah. You didn't, I didn't, you didn't have to talk to them other than, like, to tell them, like, what octane you wanted, and then, like, <laughs> then they're done. Pump, <laughs> pump my gas, peasant. You just throw a <laughs> fistful of money out the window and then drive away? Yeah. Pick it up off the ground. <laughs> Slower.
<laughs> Lower. Ever so slowly. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, God, that's highly sexual, and I, I've never thought this way about a gas station attendant before. <laughs> New feelings uh, all around. Only on this podcast. Yeah. Uh, something neat I actually learned is that Oregon has a double-sided flag. So, like, most flags are, you know, the same on either side. You look at it just as, like, facing the other way, or it's just a duplicate of the other side. Like, the Florida state flag right. is just, like, the state seal of Florida, no matter which way you look at it. But in Oregon, on one side, it has um, the escutcheon from the state seal, and on the obverse is a gold figure of a beaver, because it's Oregon, and why not put a beaver on there? Well, aren't nice. they cool? That's fucking awesome. It is really cool. That is an angry-looking beaver, too. That's how I like my beaver. <laughs> angry. <laughs> Frothing at the mouth. Oh, wait. Yeah. Frothing in anticipation. <laughs> there's, there's just, there's a lot to love about Oregon. Like the more I read, like there are some states where it's like, oh, they have the second largest river, Victor. <laughs> but that's interesting. I'm glad you finally got. It to is interesting. God. I got to see something cool. Like in this case, I thought I was in they school earlier. Didn't have Jesus. the second largest, but they have the largest cheese factory in the world at the Tillamook Cheese Factory. So all that milk goes right into cheese. So then you take your wine from one of your 750 plus vineyards or your beer from your 60 plus just Portland breweries. You put it with cheese and bam, you got a fancy ass dinner for friends. Oh, man. Okay. God, can we just move there already? (laughs) Yes, I've already booked my moving (laughs) company. We're on our way. Yeah, let's just go to fucking Portland, guys. But yeah. that's what I got for you guys for right now. If anything else interesting pops up, just in lieu of conversation, we'll get there and I'll bring it up for you guys. We'll keep us a, a sprinkling of fun facts. What a, what a cons- oh, I, I like what it. What a speak fun fact person. Thank you. Victor. <laughs> well, speaking of going to Oregon, I think Dan's there now live with our new GFY live on the scene. What? Kicking it off to Dan. Yeah, we sent What? Him over we there. have Dan in Oregon? Yep. What? All the way with has he been on the call? Bus fare. Hello, hello, hello. Can you guys hear me? Dan, is that you? Yeah, this is this is Dan on the field. Dan for no for shit, GFY really podcast. Which field? Yeah. Well, uh, Victor uh, sent me to Portland. Oh, you must yep. be one of the yeah, breweries then. Can't you guys hear it in the background? It's great for audio. Well, there's a reason why you probably don't hear what you would expect to hear in Portland. Um, Hipster murmuring. Quick question for you. Yes. Did you not find it weird that the flight from Orlando to Portland was only about two hours? I thought that was weird. Yeah, that's like a seven hour flight. (laughs) Yeah, it should be a lot longer. Here's a fun fact for you, Victor. Uh, There's a fucking Portland in Florida and you sent me to Panama City. And now I'm in Portland, Florida. Oh, that makes sense why I could trade in your bus tickets for a flight. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Classic. And also a pack so, of cigarettes, oddly enough. That was really weird. I thought that was odd. But I was like, uh, sure. Yeah, so this, is, this has been great for field work. I'm getting a lot done in Portland, Florida. Well, this tell is, us about is, Portland, Florida. What's going on yeah, there? Got any breweries? Uh 
You know, not so much breweries, but they have bars that serve domestic, so that's oh. a thing. Um, nice. Oh, like Mick yeah. Ultra? They had it, yeah. Um, wow. it's, it seems like more of a bud establishment, though. And, he, and he's uh, Mick Ultra is the best golf beer. Uh, not so much scenic forests, but they do have a lot of homeless people. Okay. So. Oh yeah. That's something I got to, I got to see the uh, mini golf course in Panama city. So that was cool. That's nice. That's a good one. I've, did you feel like, did you feel like you were in the movie spring breakers at all? I, uh, did not. Um, the glamour has worn off of this part of the state of Florida. Do you feel like you're in Alabama? I do. I very much feel like I am in like a, a combination of Alabama and Mississippi. Wow. Lucky you. Uh, good old wow. Alisippi. Uh, wow. The, the real I'm racist really, parts of America. <laughs> I'm really feeling the Oregon vibe out here. So uh, I, as I sit in this bus station waiting for the bus back to Orlando, uh, I went ahead and looked up some stories about Oregon that I'm happy to share with you guys. Again, from... Portland, Florida, Victor. Wow, you guys hear it first from Portland, Florida. We're going to get some stories about Oregon. Oh, wow. Great. <laughs> Riveting radio. A good use of budget. This is this is your own goddamn fault, Victor. You've <laughs> built this machine and it's not working. It's not working. <sighs> All right. Well, you got to so spend money to make you money, want me to jump? <laughs> you want me to jump right to the stories or you guys need to do an ad? I don't. I don't know what point you called me here. Let's jump right into the Don't stories. Don't all talk at once. <laughs> cool. All right. <clears throat> we'll go. Uh, we'll go back to the stories. Uh, fuck. This is this bus station smells like so much piss. I feel like that's like, a commonality at all bus stations. Is that a fun fact or <laughs> fun fact? It's not the gas fun. station smells better than the bus station. Huh. Huh. Yeah, I would rather be smelling petrol. Than uh, this piss. Uh, so, hey, did you guys talk about volcanoes at all? We did. We talked about how uh, Crater Lake is actually living in a dormant volcano. Uh, oh, uh, do you know the name of that dormant volcano? Mm, let me Mount check Craterton. my records. I don't have. Yeah, I was going to go with Volcrato. Is it? Is it Malheur <laughs> Butt or Butte? I am so amused by the name Volcrato. Volcrato. 100% going to be my next D&D character, Volcrato. It sounds like a retired god. Do not anger Volcrato. Volcrato demands your sacrifice. Volcrato only is here to collect. Say again? I do know the name of the volcano. It's Mount Hood. Oh, okay. No, I'm talking about Malheur Butt or Boot or Butte. I don't know how you pronounce that. It means Misery Hill. Anyway, uh, it is a uh, dormant volcano located in Vail, Oregon, uh, which I assume is the area that rich people go to ski, right? Is that the same Vail? No, that would be Vail, that- Colorado. Oh, huh. Wow. Well, uh. I just I assumed it was that veil, so that I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the assumption. Anyway, we'll so this uh, dormant volcano uh, is uh, a meeting place for local witches. Oh, okay, oh, that's oh, exciting. Great. Yeah, fuck yeah. yeah what they, do they do? So the, they'll go there. They'll practice quote unquote dark rituals, which 
Uh, I just feel like he's a cop out, right? Just saying dark rituals. Oh, yeah. I mean, on. just give turn me on a light. Details. Give me the fine. specifics. What kind of rituals? Yeah, yeah. Dark. Yeah. But uh, so people now say when they visit, um, they will see uh, shadowy imp-like creatures that chase them away. Um, black dog-sized creatures without eyes. Okay. Nice. Um, Awesome. And, uh, yeah, just demons in general, uh, trying to keep people out of the volcano is is the the goal. So there's something good about it. Sounds like all the side yeah, effects. Yeah, I mean, of it sounds like a, a good public service. <laughs> yeah. That all right. Mountain. Well, how about this? How about this? How about this one? This one. This one will. This one will get your goat. Hey, Brett. <laughs> hey, Dan. <laughs> what American author is most famous for writing about snow and pretty much only that? Ooh, you know, I don't know. Stephen King. Uh, what? What if? What if I said uh, snow and occasionally snow-related dogs? Balto, the guy that wrote Balto. So the answer was Jack London. Oh yeah, like Call of the Wild. <laughs> yeah, that was that was my go-to. That you were referring anyway. to, not Balto. Yeah, I'm glad we at least both I, said Balto. So did Jack London yeah, I was, write Balto or? He no, I not. don't believe so. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think Balto's based on a true story, Ethan. So right. you can write facts. true stories. No, <laughs> they're called no nonfiction. I think Balto <laughs> was written by Balto. It was the first dog ever written book. Okay. <laughs> it was an autobiography. Yeah. Balto, my story. <laughs> <laughs> my side of the tail, and he spelled oh, tail. T A I L. I just googled. I just googled Balto, and they fucking taxidermied him after he died, and he is in the Cleveland Museum of Natural History. Why is he in Cleveland? What the fuck is wrong with Cleveland? Cleveland, Cleveland, Ohio, or Cleveland, Tennessee? It's really important. Uh, Hold on, let me see. Um, Balto Cleveland Museum of Natural History is in Ohio. Tennessee Ah, doesn't have museums, Nick. I know, but they have a Cleveland, so I had to be sure. I'm looking at this uh, dead dog from my childhood right now. <laughs> Can you well, believe he wrote a book, though? <laughs> well, uh, let me let me let me go back to Jack London here because uh, I've I've got about like thirty minutes before my bus is supposed to show up. Is uh, it a mega bus? <laughs> it is actually. Oh. I'm actually surprised it's coming through. Yeah, that has yeah. Wi-Fi. Nice. So uh, anyway, Jack London. Uh, don't know if you know this, his ghost actually haunts an inn in Oregon. Okay. Really? The Wolf, the Wolf Creek Inn, um, people have said that uh, they uh, have heard his ghost and seen his ghost because I guess he spent a summer living there writing. Um, but this this inn uh, used to be a host to like tons of celebrities in its heyday, like Hollywood celebrities. So like, uh, Clark Gable, John Wayne, Orson Welles, uh, they all used to stay there. Apparently, President Rutherford B. Hayes stayed there. Nice. Um, wow. So, this inn is said to have a shit ton of ghosts. Like, significant amount of ghosts, and a lot of people do believe that a lot of them are of these famous people. Uh, but they also have their, let's call them plebeian ghosts. Uh, one notable ghost is a stagecoach driver called One-Eyed Charlie Parkhurst. Um, Charlie posed as a stagecoach driver to escape an orphanage. Uh, and fun fact, Charlie was actually a woman pretending to be a man. What? Really? To get out of the orphanage. That's kind of neat. 
Charlie was so good at pretending to be a man that Charlie actually voted in the 1868 presidential election, which possibly makes her the first woman to ever vote in America. Who did did she vote for? You know, it doesn't say that part, but I'm guessing she was pretty pro-slavery. Oh, no. In 1868, which was really like, like she missed the mark on that one. So 68, that would have been Grant's election. Yeah. So I'm guessing she didn't vote for Grant. She voted for whoever lost to Grant. I believe it was Johnson. Johnson? Yeah. Yeah. There's a fun fact for you. Huh. You guys actually know that one? Who gives a shit about the people who lost? Yeah, right. Okay, come on, man. U.S. Grant was awesome, okay? <laughs> All right, well, let's uh, let's take this a step further. Um, this one is sure to spook you to heck. Yeah. Oh, oh man, okay. is it about a racist yeah. stagecoach driver? <laughs> yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to spook you more than our racist stagecoach driver because... Well, that doesn't work because of the way the system is set up. Just, uh, Victor, insert the Sasquatch theme right there. Oh, right, right, right oh there. yeah. <laughs> insert it right here for everybody. And if you could end it with a screaming woman sound effect, okay. followed by a glass plate break. God Thank you. Uh, <laughs> that is very specific. I like it. So, in uh, there's a place in Oregon called Concer Lake uh, that apparently was just like a, a big like nature lover spot, like very beautiful, um, scenic. Uh, but in the 1960s, it became a lake of terror. <laughs> Victor, if you can add that same woman screaming right there as well. Um, okay, sure. So people began sighting a Bigfoot-esque seven-foot-tall creature with white shaggy fur and pointed ears. Ooh. What? Ooh. Yeah. Pointed ears. Okay, yes. that's a little that's unique. So they called it by many different names throughout like that time, but uh, soon after, uh, a journalist and her psychic friend came across him one morning while walking in the woods, which, how fortunate that this journalist happened to be wandering the woods at that moment with a psychic friend. Yeah. Um, that sounds nice, so, actually. Yeah. What a great day. Hey, come on. Uh, Let's just, you know. Let's just go for a walk. Fuck it. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah. So the journalist and her psychic friend came across the creature, uh, and the creature told them that his name is Flix. F-L-I-X. Flix. Flix. Last name Net. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Flix... Uh, then told them that he was an alien, uh, and they had said that his flying saucer had crashed sometime near that, like that time frame as well, near the lake. Oh, shit. And the only way to fix it was for them to take their pants off. I <laughs> <laughs> saw that. Sure, why not? <laughs> the the real downside to this whole thing, though, so like. We may have had an alien Bigfoot that liked communicating with a psychic, which, first off, you find me a person who likes communicating with a psychic. Am I right? Zing. Yeah. But uh, now the sad part is the 
Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I mean, you know, like, the first reading is a joke, but then you get in the real nitty-gritty and go for a third time. And that's where you get your money's worth right there, right, guys? <laughs> Everyone has a local psychic, right? Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> the first one where they're, like, yeah. kind of close, but eh, not like it's really. It's like an annual checkup. <laughs> close enough. No? Uh, okay. Yeah, like, they... The the mind blowing fact they reveal is that you have a mother, and you kind of like at first you're just like whoa, and then you remember like oh, but yeah, but everyone does. <laughs> so. You know, I have known someone that's died. That's Wait crazy. A yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, it's such a it's such a huckstery business. Like it makes me question the whole medium, which is so depressing because I'd love to believe that there are actual psychics out in the world. Yeah. And there are just so many charlatans. It just ruins There's it. There's someone on our podcast with the, with the name D. I'm looking for a D. D. <laughs> oh, my God. I, my name my name starts Holy with a D. Shit. Dan. No way. My right? friend's name starts with a D, Whoa. too. Whoa. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, long story short, the lake is now privately owned, and the people who own it have made it inaccessible to everyone, so no one will know whether or not Flix is even still there uh, or if he ever existed. What a charmed life it must be to own your own lake in Oregon. <laughs> yeah. Do you no know kidding. what year that was, Dan? Yeah. Uh, the 60s, oh, the, the 1960s. That makes sense. Okay. So two guys were tripping on LSD and then yeah. ran into a homeless guy. And then they were like, his name was Flix, man. And he came from the sky. <laughs> and he told us yeah. to bring our boys home. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, I got uh, I got I got three more. One's really quick, uh, so let's just run through it. Uh, uh, Oregon also has uh, their own lake monster called Colossal Claude. Yeah, okay. yeah, oh, sounds yeah. so polite. Colossal Claude. Uh, that the rumors have been circulating since the '30s when a group of sailors spotted a 40-foot snake-like creature with an evil look in its eye uh, (laughs) near the mouth of the Columbia River. Uh, And then, yeah, he was sighted for, like, the next 30 years. People talked about it a lot. Um, Some have described him as prehistoric, um, which, you know, the more I read about lake monsters, the more I kind of think, you guys remember, because I feel like everyone here is around the age that will remember this. You remember when, growing up, people talked about giant squids and they're like, well, it's it's fictional. They don't actually exist. It's just from a book and it captured everyone's imagination. Yeah, sure. And then they found a giant squid. <laughs> they were like, oh, by the way, yeah, it turns out, real thing. Yeah. yeah. So the more I read about lake monsters, the more I just kind of think, yeah, there are probably some really fucking big alligators that we just have never really dealt with because alligators will go underwater for days at a time, not really do anything, just kind of lounge and then come up, eat something, go back down, lounge. Like once you get to a certain size, I'm sure that's even harder to get back up to the surface. So I, I firmly believe there's just some big fucking alligators Dude, out there. When it when it comes to water shit, I'll believe fucking anything. Because I heard somewhere that we only knew, <laughs> we've only discovered like, I'm just making this up, but like three percent of the ocean or some shit. Like it's some ridiculously low number. So even with fresh water, salt water, you're dealing with water. I'm like, yeah, why not? Fuck, probably. Yeah, it's wild. I'm in. Yeah, it's the same as that. That what is it? The bloop. Is everybody familiar with the no, bloop? No, what is that? That is fucking horrifying. What is the bloop? Whatever that <laughs> yeah. is. What is that? So. 
there was a uh, a, a, a deep sea, basically a microphone, but uh, it's there to monitor for earthquakes, right? So it's 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 there to like monitor just noises in the oceans, like listening for uh, earthquakes or different, just like just noises, rumblings, things like that. Anyway, uh, the microphone picked up what would be the equivalent of like if you had a glass of water that you were filling in the sink. And you turn the water off and all of a sudden like one more drop comes out and hits the water and you just hear like bloop like that. Yeah. Right. Like that's what it was. But it was that miles under the water and so loud that it was I think it was picked up from like 200 miles away was the distance. Oh, fuck. And still like no one to this day has any idea what caused that noise. Yeah. Like it hasn't happened again. And yeah. Ethan, you're right. Heard from approximately, miles we've only discovered five percent of the ocean floor Ooh, in the ocean yeah. total. That's that insane. Was, yeah, dude. I mean, it makes sense yeah, with I, all the pressure and everything under there. Like, there's no way we're gonna be able to get under there without like crazy, crazy equipment. So, I mean, like five percent absolutely is a believable figure. I'm like almost surprised it's that high. I'm, well, if James Cameron hadn't given up on his passion just of going, going to, say to the that. sea floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? Maybe we would have gotten but no, there. No, everyone but wants Avatar motherfucker... two through five. Oh, God. Yeah, we could have had Titanic two. God damn it! <laughs> are they making fight the from the icebergs? Yes, he is making all of the sequels at the same time, and it's all the main bad guy from the first one because they want to go deep into the lore of that corporation. What that crew cut guy? Yeah, the guy with the scar <laughs> across his face. I know, Victor. I know they say that. Don't don't be fooled. Because, like, they say he's coming back for all those movies. I doubt he will be the main antagonist. I think, if anything, like, he will be a piece of the puzzle, but not the, the whole thing. Don't you, don't you know buy what? into the internet hate Dude, yet. you know what I'm excited about with this Avatar franchise? What? Is that uh, no one fucking remembers Avatar. <laughs> and it will be baffling. That is very and true. The second... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The I second thing Dude. is going to be in Avatar three. Yeah, this is going to be about the time where everyone's bored of this main bad guy because he's not really like you know they're they're going to introduce someone that's a badder motherfucker than him. They have to, and then everyone's going to be like, he should join the main guy, good guys, and then like he's now a friend character. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> yeah, because by comparison, they're like. Well, you know what? At least he's not bad as Nature Hitler because Nature <laughs> Hitler is the worst. Yeah. And then, like in Avatar Five, whenever that one comes out, they're like, "God, I'm so glad that we have crew cut Marine guy that was the main bad guy, but now is cool." And also, Nature Hitler, not that bad of a guy compared to Nature Satan. Like na- Nature Satan, yeah. the worst thing that we've encountered thus far. He makes Nature Hitler look like crew cut guy in the machine like dude what i just wrote the whole franchise you guys, you're i was just gonna ask you when they hired you as a writer yeah because clearly this is insider I, info i i just violated some serious india i can't wait to see that character at disney <laughs> james nature is gonna, J- james is gonna be furious so he hated nature so much that he decided to kill all of it. You see, dude, that's why they call him nature. Hitler. What, what if though, hear me out. What if James Cameron, cause dudes made avatar dudes made Titanic. What if he just shits the bed for avatar two through five 
and it's crew cut guys, the bad guy in every single fucking movie, and they defeat him every time. And he cu- they make him into like Gargamel with the Smurfs. Yeah, it's like, it turns. I'll get you, yeah. you damn blueskins. <laughs> or, or it turns into like I can't wait to make you into stew. Yeah, or like it turns oh into God. like Flash Gordon, where it's just like the next fight. Like wait till next time, and it's <laughs> that just would the, be fantastic. Oh wait, Brett, <laughs> my- Brett, is it Brett? Is it in the second or third movie that uh, military guy gets his own Navi avatar to run around in? That's actually, you know, that's the end of movie three. Uh, <laughs> okay, got it. I just wanted to make sure. Okay, cool. And, you movie know, four is from his perspective the whole time. Yeah, he's the, actually the main <laughs> character of movie we four. Actually, that's fascinating. We actually have no yeah, avatars it, whatsoever in the fourth one. <laughs> the most. It all takes know, place on Earth in the the uh, in the, the accountant department. Yeah. So it's the, the accountants trying to budget yeah. their space travel. Where they're going like Jesus. The tragic end. Of Avatar Four is when military guy in the robot suit is actually killed by nature Hitler. And no, no Brett. it's like it's like fucking Boromir. Like everyone's like, God damn it, he was such a bad guy, but he saved us. <laughs> damn, do I respect him? Damn it. All right, let me let me get through these two more stories. Hold on, hold on. You don't want to talk about through. Avatar anymore? <laughs> I don't. Uh, Avatar, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go through some two really like lighthearted ones that I just couldn't pass okay. up. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> so this one uh, is from the 1850s from Lafayette, Oregon. Uh, which nice. man, Lafayette <laughs> really made his mark on America, and yet, I, uh, like, no one knew who the fuck he was until the Hamilton musical. Very, I just want to. There's a Hamilton musical. <laughs> yeah, about uh, famed non-president Alexander Hamilton. Oh wow! Famed money folding yeah. money character. Money man. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, there was a murder in Lafayette. A local shopkeeper. Uh, was it a Marble. murder most foul? Uh, uh, it was pretty foul. It was pretty foul. It was medium foul. A murder Not quite most foul. foul. Yeah. It was. It was like. Better fell like you know in the the good better best it was the better scale nice okay anyway okay. shopkeeper was killed by uh, Richard Marple uh, who was convicted and sentenced to hang son of a bitch uh, at the at the hanging uh, Marple's mother Anna was heard proclaiming curses on Lafayette and its citizens including threats to burn the town to the ground. The very next year, Lafayette suffered a disastrous fire, with many uh, equally horrible fires to follow over the next 50 years. Uh, It's also said that Anna Marple is said to haunt Lafayette Cemetery, uh, with visitors reporting the sounds of laughter and moaning following them. Wow. Just like prom night. Yeah. It's It's a good one. The next one you guys are gonna love. Who here knows about the Slender Man? Oh, I love Slender Man. <laughs> sort of, Victor. <laughs> I guess. Brett, do you want to explain what the Slender Man is? He's a uh, skinny the fellow. Slender Man. Is it? <laughs> is it the? An, is it the Slender Man? Yes, uh, it is an internet it. meme that's been turned into an urban legend. About like a very tall, slender figure that kind of lurks just out in the distance, and uh, are, are you, is, there, is this like a true crime related thing, Dan? That you're going to get to? 
This is not. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say there's a, a horrifying true crime story about it. Uh, if you guys you know, want to go down that rabbit hole at any point in time in your spare time. We'll that save that one for dark. Crimecast. Finally. <laughs> we'll take <laughs> a bite out of it. <laughs> well, this uh, this legend doesn't have to do with the Slender Man. It has to do with the Bandage Man. Oh, oh God. That was a weird You know, I considered this one mummy? for my main story. This is, wait, what? I considered this one for my main story. This one's weird. It is really it is weird. weird. I really like it, but I, I just thought building it up in the wrong direction would be good. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Bandage Man uh, is the ghost of a logger who died in a sawmill accident. So first, put that mental picture in your head. Uh, probably a standard workplace accident at the sawmill. Let's Cut be down in the prime of his life. You know. My uh, my great grandfather was actually a sawmill worker in Arkansas, and <laughs> had you know he only had like is that, half of is a that hand. What they call it Arkansas because yeah, the sawmills. Yeah. So he thing. would he told horrifying stories about uh, logging accidents there. <laughs> oh, and, I bet. Yeah, this was like in like the 1920s. And um, oh yeah, like they they had one of those enormous like circular saws that would like split the logs in half. Nice. And one of his favorite ones was about how a guy fell off of the catwalk directly onto that thing, and like bisected him in front of every one of the crew members. Man, that I I just love hearing stories about pre OSHA America. Yeah, <laughs> right. It really it's he, it's what I always think of when someone's like, "We got to deregulate stuff." I'm like, "Really? Are you sure?" You want to you want to <laughs> dig up the corpse of my great grandfather who had two fingers on one hand and no other hand? Oh my god! <laughs> god, Jesus Christ! Well, so with Bandage Man, uh, he died in his accident. Let's assume that he died the same way that you just described, Brett, because I just love that. Like, yeah. fell right on, got got dissected or bisected. Bisected and, and right down the middle. Like it's a not often enough act. you get to say bisected. Right? Yeah. We're going to pretend he got bisected. Now his ghost appears wrapped in head from head to toe in bloody bandages, seeking revenge for his death. Uh, nice. He is known for attacking cars that are driving through the Cannon Beach area. Uh, he will break windows to get inside. Uh, he will try to grab passengers and drag them out of the car. Uh, and you can tell that he's coming when you smell rotting flesh filling the air. Oh, Same. <laughs> the Bandage that's, Man. He also haunts like basically the equivalency of that town's lover's lane. Yeah. So that's another one of those like those goddamn kids are fucking making out down by the bridge <laughs> type things. Bill, wrap yourself <laughs> in bandages. From what I read, he'd hide in the bed of your truck at night. <laughs> oh well. god, yeah. it's fucking frightening as a truck owner. <laughs> and you wouldn't know until really, you were driving it, the highway. It just makes me think of the hook hand, like yeah. that old legend of the hook hand, but instead of a hook dangling on the car, it's just some bandages. Like yeah, wrapped on the handle, a real Pacific Northwest flair. <laughs> yeah, I would just really I would just assume really it's good. trash or something. Like, God damn it, is this a napkin? <laughs> but what if it was covered in blood? I'd be like, Oh, ketchup napkin. God damn it! <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> out of my door, jeez. 
Jeez, no, I got a, Ted. I, got a, I just washed Ted, this. Ted, come on. <laughs> Wouldn't you know, Ted? <laughs> well, uh, that's uh, that's all I got. Uh, I also just uh, heard the announcement that my bus is going to be thirty minutes late. So, do you guys mind if I just stay on the call? Yeah, oh, I do. yeah uh, I'd actually prefer that you get off the call. <laughs> I, I just I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to hang out here anymore. There's a lot of meth, like a it's, lot of meth. It's probably best that you stay on the phone for safety reasons. I can assure. Thanks, Brett. I, I can assure that. you, those meth heads are harmless. They're just don't touch yeah. their meth. Would you describe them as stabby in any way? Would I describe them stabby? Yeah. Well, sure. Who isn't? Yeah. You know, <laughs> you gotta protect it? your personal property. This is America. After all, you know? Ethan, these are your hometown <laughs> meth heads. Home. So, like, you know them best. <laughs> your hometown meth heads. <laughs> the Portland, Florida Crank meth gyms. Um. Hey. So before we uh, move on, uh, quick, uh, quick question for Ethan. Yeah. Hey, Ethan, how do you uh, how do you feel about that summit in Helsinki? Oh, wh- what summit? What are you talking about? You know the one our president had with uh, Vladimir Putin. Did you did you hear about That's it? That's a little redundant, Dan. You said our president and then Vladimir Putin. That's is that the same person? It's like he meant a comma. Uh, our president, guys, comma Vladimir Putin. Right. I have I have an announcement to make. Yeah, let me hear it. Yeah. I started reading the news. Yeah. And I understand Whoa. this topic of conversation. Yeah. What do you think about it? It is baffling to me. Did you guys see the news today about his uh, president no takey backsies and the difference between wouldn't and would have? Yes, <laughs> would and would. Well, no. So pretty important word so to fuck he, up. By the way, like how do you, how do you fuck that one yeah. up? He, I think the best he, way I he, saw it was when when somebody I said, said that I hate genocide, I meant to say that I love genocide. <laughs> I would, oh God, I I'm so sorry, I messed it up again. I meant to say I hate genocide. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because that's the thing. He has now flopped on this twice. Yep. So he 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 said in front of Putin, like I don't think Russia did it. Then the following day, after seeing the backlash, the backlash everywhere, he was like, no, 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 no hold on. I meant wouldn't, not would. And everyone's like, okay, buddy. Like, sure. Yeah. After sure, he Dan. sharpied up the note and he wrote collusion and spelled it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next day in private with his cabinet, he's like, well, no, they're, Russia's not doing that. Like, let's not worry about it. And of course, somebody in the room, because this president can't, can't possibly fill a room with someone who's not going to leak this shit. Someone in the room goes... Well, I got to tell the press about I'm that. Gonna, of course, tell and everyone. And here we are. Yeah. I'm going to get a crisp fiver for this one. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go get a quarter from the newsman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Extra, extra. I've, I fucking hate that it's guy. Just, it's just horrifying. Yeah, man. And like the, it's just, it's like no one's trying to deny that there's collusion between our government and a foreign state now. But you know what bothers me the most? I just wish the Democrats would give him a chance. <laughs> <laughs> like, get off his back, folks. It's about time someone said it, Ethan. Yeah, thank you. You know, right? he, he, is, the pre- he is our president. He won already and get behind it. Just get behind it. Support him in whatever he does. If he wants to... Well, to be fair... 
To be fair, he did recently say that those who disagree with him are at war with yeah. him. So Yeah. And, you know, thank God he finally called out the European Union for being the enemy that it is. Finally. <laughs> yeah, obviously. It's about time. He declared uh, war with Canada. That being said, uh, b- before we go to uh, commercials, uh, this is a quick appeal to the bleaches. Uh, dear bleaches, if if you guys have room for maybe like five <laughs> or six people in your home Please. and can sponsor a visa, we... we just you know maybe hit us up because like we might have to wait till brit exit clears and all that good stuff i don't think anyone's getting in there yet no it's fine they don't <laughs> care about the the u.s they care about the eu so like yeah okay you know i uh, just it's, think about it we could we could be in britain recording at a pub up the road from you and you could come see us record or every time if you don't do this, bleaches in like four or five years, we could be killing each other for food. Really, that far <laughs> away? <laughs> you, you give us that long? Wow. I mean, I I love these guys, but I will not starve. I would rather drive a spear because through Ethan you, than have it my won't family be that starve. Bleak. We'll all be drafted on the Siberian front with a machine gun behind our back and have to run towards their machine guns. You're or right. Face, you know. uh, <laughs> oh, we're going back to trench warfare. Yeah, That's exactly. Just I just want to. That. I'll have you know, I will get drafted nowhere Classic. because I have bone spurs. <laughs> <laughs> no, Nick you can't use tweet. that one. It's already been used. You can be a logistics guy, Nick. Don't worry. There's a role There's for a you role and, for everybody <laughs> in the Siberian front. In this new Reich, anything's possible. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. We'll take well, the uh, war to those damn Euros, finally. About time. <laughs> I think we're going to war with Canada first. Talk about some spooky stories in a spook-off. Yeah. Is, oh, is it yeah. spooky? In our, well, in our doomed nation, which is a shell of its former self <laughs> that used to be a, a democracy, and now it's an oligarchy. This is how you know it's gotten we're better. We're all going to podcast has read the news, and is also, I watched the whole fucking summit. <laughs> it was, yeah. God damn it. Yeah, Brett. You know, Brett, I'm sorry. What 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 ocracy did you say we are? An oligarchy. Okay, <laughs> I thought it was oligarchy. Is that it? I don't know. I've only read it. I don't think I've heard. It, it is said oligarchy, recently. but I was going to let it slide because it sounds so much more fun that way. Yeah. Well, no, I I I wasn't really questioning Brett or thinking that he didn't know how to pronounce it. I thought he said something else, and I was going to contest him and say, "No, my friend, we are in an oligarchy." But that's that's the one that it. I meant. The 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 wealthy elites ruling us like a nation state. Yeah, this is this is great because you know I've always wondered when reading my history books what the fall of Rome must have looked like to the Romans, yeah. but now I get to know for myself. <laughs> we did it. I well, am a Roman, know, and this is bittersweet. When, you know, when the Romans closed their borders to those Goths towards the end, and they were like, it's the damn Goths that are ruining Rome, and then they started stealing their children. Well, the Goths sacked Rome, didn't they? Oh, God. <laughs> yep, that's uh, that that's where the famous slogan, uh, Murga, came from, make Rome great again. <laughs> I think it's actually pronounced Mr. Ga. Mr. Ga. Mr. <laughs> Friends, Romans, countrymen, Mr. Ga. <laughs> I, feel like you're, I feel like you're introducing like a singer or like a musician of some kind. 
Mr. Gah. Welcome to the stage, Mr. Gah. <laughs> uh, Ethan, when we inevitably start our folk cover band, we're calling ourselves Mr. Oh, Gah. Oh, of course. Definitely. That's a good folk band name. Thank you. I wish I yeah. had any modicum of musical talent so I could be in this folk no, band. No, you're in it, Brett. <laughs> Brett, you've listened to Prairie Home Companion, right? Yeah. I love I mean, Prairie Home would, Companion before the rampant what, sexual allegations against Garrison King. Cover band of Lady Gaga and folk. Mr. Gaga. <laughs> yeah, well, kind of. Mr. You're going to love my rendition of spoken word poetry of Lady Gaga <laughs> lyrics. <laughs> Ga- no, it's going to be Ga- like the folk music la, that we la, played. La. That one day where Ethan just strummed on the guitar and I improvised lyrics. That's just what we're going to do. That'll be, that'll yeah, be every I can finally show. do my, yeah. my country western version of Bad Romance that I've always wanted to do. <laughs> finally. Singing it like Johnny Cash. <laughs> See, look, Brett, you already have a part in the band. Yeah. Finally. You're in it. You're in the band. Guys, All right, we're going to get uh, those goths out of Rome and we're going to make Rome great again. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Let's uh, let's cut to a commercial and then have an old-fashioned spook off. Uh, hey, what are you, you going to get, Dan? Oh, man, there's so many choices here at Sonic's. Uh, I was thinking personally about I, getting I the know. supersonic double cheeseburger, but I'm not sure. I don't know. I was thinking about getting the either the all-American dog or the New York dog, oh. but I can't really make up my mind. You know, mind. honestly, what? if only it was breakfast, because I would have had that supersonic breakfast burrito. Have you ever had that, Ethan? Uh, they... Why are you guys saying it like that? It's just, I mean, yeah, I have. And you knew they served, but it's right there. Yeah, but it's not breakfast Why time. Did you s- what are you referring to, Ethan? Are you referring to the ultimate meat and cheese breakfast burrito or the footlong chili cheese coney? There I can't really tell what you're pointing there at. It, there it is again. You guys keep saying it like that. It's just. Well, I'll tell you what. We're just I don't know Sonic. what I'm going to eat, but I am going to get the Sonic Blast made with Butterfinger candy. That's for sure. I think that I'm going to get a snow cone slush from Sonic. Yeah, you don't have to keep saying from. We're at Sonic. You don't have, from Sonic. That's we're here. We're already here, and it's yeah. I know, and, and I know that we we all came to Sonic in your car, Ethan. Yeah. Um, I, and this is like it's we don't really get a chance to all sit together and you know eat together like we, as friends we, like we used to. We just but, pulled in yeah, here because it was to, right here, and the McDonald's. I just really was on wanted to tell side. you guys. Um, I'm I'm gonna divorce Janine. What? Oh man. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to tell you that. You know, I don't. I don't mean to step on this moment, but did you guys know that they have a strawberry ice cream slush and it's a limited time only? No. no stop yeah, that. that. No. That does stop sound it. appealing. No. What? Brett, you're getting well, a. Div- that's yeah, horrible. Yeah, I'm I'm divorcing Janine. Oh but, my god! You know, I'm so like, sorry. I think it's. It's really important that at America's Drive-In, we can come together. There it is. Why do you keep doing that? Brett, are we what? in a commercial? What? No. Why do you? It's, why are you guys saying it like that? We're just eating at Sonic's American's Eatery. Like you, keep, like friends, you know. Yeah, I know. It's good to have friends. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna, and I'm going to need my friends over the next few months. Oh you know? God, no! We're in the thing, aren't we? Brett, I'm going to. Why can't I'm I leave? order you a large chili cheese tot? My car is. My car won't even turn on. Is this even a car? Hey, thanks. You know that that almost makes me feel better, this, Dan. How did we get? Wow! Here? Did you know Wait, they have cheddar here. poppers? Wow. No, no, no. That's crazy. I thought that was Guys, only no, a regional you have dish. to stop. No, wait. Sonic. America's Drive-In. Welcome back, everybody. That was a message from our sponsors and definitely not something that we made up. Gotta love those sponsors. I hope you guys are ready. 
Those sponsors, man, they really keep us afloat. And hey, by the way, <laughs> while I'm calling out our sponsors, thank you for all you sexy, sexy people that give us your hard-earned dollars. Ooh. They smell like your sweat, and we appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, so what? Well, that's a big shout-out. Oh, God, we, we have, you know, we promised on our Patreon that we were going to shout-out our patrons every episode, and I don't think we've done that, like, besides the bleaches. Did we? <laughs> Yeah, shit. I think we just lie to them and they just accept our lies. <laughs> they just keep giving like, us money. No, yeah, no. And we're like, uh, no, nah, I don't, don't want, worry. I It'll don't come next meth. week. That. Thank you. Thank you, Are sir. You sure? Thank you. <laughs> just Sorry. bring us back a little bit. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh God, we've uh, we've got a lot of patron sponsors now, guys. Uh, we have a whole nine of them. That's more than wow. we've ever had. We have a suspicious amount. Yeah, I'm not so sure. I know. <laughs> what, you don't trust their money? <laughs> no, I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know who they the are. Russian bots. Ethan, don't rock the boat. We need the money. I also like that right. the most popular item on the Redbubble store that like I barely pay attention to was a shirt I made because I wanted the shirt for myself. And people keep buying it, which is just a list of everyone on Robert Mueller's legal legal team. <laughs> we, have a, we have a strange Venn diagram, I think, going on where we just barely get some of the political people because we just have little shout outs here and there. Yeah, but I but they're there. Part of me, part oh, of me thinks that these are not people who are like listening to our show, rather people who are searching Robert Mueller on R- Redbubble. And see my shirt and go. That's got to be. What it. A, oh, yeah, I'll buy that shirt. What for a 20 narrow bucks. audience. Yeah, <laughs> just maybe put a little link on the bottom of the shirt that says "Go fuck yourself." Yeah, just a little QR code. Maybe we should make more political things, as the majority of us now seem to be reading the news. Brent, are you just we'll make a shirt that says "Fake news. news." Yeah, <laughs> I. Ju- you know what? Let me tell you why I started reading the news, Dan. Uh, because I discovered that if I swiped to the right on my Reddit app, which I did on accident, that it showed me a news feed. <laughs> well, that that's as good enough a reason and as any. I and I'm technologically illiterate, and I got it stuck on politics. But now it's it sends me push notifications. So I don't know how to it. turn them off. I, so I'm like, all right, well, I guess I should read this because I've been alerted to it now. That seems important. This is my life. I, now. I can't even. I can't even be mad about that. You know, whatever works. Yeah, if if, whatever. if it's got you reading, that's that's good. Uh, yeah. So before before we move on, let me just quickly thank. Uh, Jessica Grieving, Ben Bleach, Jude Wright, Stephen Steinbaker, Francisco Serrano, Timothy Mosley, Jessica Cesario, Francis Bleach, and our first patron, Frank Weaver. Thank you all for contributing every month. You're giving us money so that we can make dick and fart jokes on the internet. Uh, and you know what? Thank you. Yeah, you you guys are doing truly the Lord's work the right Lord. now. <laughs> or and the opposite. The Dark Lord <laughs> Satan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Even, uh, you show them. And, and please, uh, I, I know you guys already give us your money. I'm going to ask for one more thing. Tell your friends to just come follow us for free on Apple Podcasts. That's all it takes. Open up that podcast app, type in Go Folk Yourself, have a little chuckle because it's really close to saying Go Fuck Yourself, and then hit subscribe <laughs> on their phone before they can stop you. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. It is really close to Go Fuck Yourself. That's oh hilarious. <laughs> wait, is I that never what... put the two together. Is that the joke? Is that what it is? I, 
I I wrote that as an intention for people to learn about folklore themselves. Yes, that's a, that's highly it was your amusing. Call to action. Oh, oh, what a what a hearty chuckle I'm having. <laughs> I have exhaled from my nostrils. <laughs> it is like the oh my gosh. What a saucy name. We're going to have to change that. Yeah, you guys are <laughs> immediately. You guys are going to lose us a patron for this. I know it. <laughs> All right. Let's let's pick which patron's going to stop. Ooh. Like they're going to listen to this. Oh. They're going to be like that's Jesus. enough. Oh, it's going to be Frank and all of them that they're still subscribed. So they'll all be like, oh, yeah, I got to cancel that. Like, <laughs> oh, I haven't mean to cancel that. That's remember. expensive. My, my guess yeah. is if we're going to lose anybody, it's Jude Wright because Brett has insulted that man far too much. <laughs> I have never once insulted him. I have only paid him. Even compliments. though Jude Wright and has moved up our patron ladder now, he is contributing more than he used to. So he clearly likes your insults, actually. That's really he's, weird. I don't insult him. I just think that he's very, very sexual. <laughs> God damn it, Brad. I don't look, it's it's not anything against him. It's actually very much for him. I mean, he he fits that kind of like mysterious older man professor type that I too hope to emulate one <laughs> day. And it's maybe it's narcissistic on my behalf to be as sexually into him as I am, but I'm I make no apologies, okay? I I truly live by the maxim of live deliciously and Jude, come on man, just talk to me on Twitter. <laughs> just, just one, one time, time Jude. I, Jesus Christ, end this. I really appreciate Brett's honesty. You Jude, I'm gonna I'm talking to you, Jude. You strike me hey, as a Jude. man that likes a pipe and charcuterie boards. So I like those things too. Maybe we could talk about them after a hard, passionate night of sex. <laughs> I, I think we're going to lose Jessica Grieving. That's, that's my guess now. Jessica isn't she the artist? She is the artist. The best artist that you she could possibly the artist. follow. Yeah. Boom. We just pulled her back in. Yeah, just there it is. And, and even though I don't want to spoil anything, Jessica and I have been working on something really cool in the t-shirt department. So, uh... Yeah? Is oh. it a t-shirt with a caricature of me plowing Jude, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it probably and is And there goes now. Jude, I think. <laughs> I really want a t-shirt with like, Brett, like a minor, like with a pickaxe and everything, and his name tag says, Sexy Sexy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, we haven't had a good minor joke in a while. Brett, it's been think, a minute. Oh my God. Brett, I think you and I need to take a road trip to USF and track down Jude Wright. I think that's going to be an no. episode. No, no, you don't. Yeah, I think that, that's okay. I think that he would be horrified. <laughs> All right, well, we can yeah. at least find him in a directory. We'll, 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 we'll give him a call. We'll audit one of his classes and just kind of sit <laughs> just, in on it. And, we'll be in on his class like, right now. He won't know which one of us is on, in his class on the podcast. I'll, what are your students right now, you know, Jude, like, is one of us. That is absolutely <laughs> horrifying. I'm going to write on my eyelids, like, kiss me like that girl from Indiana Jones. Uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah. And he's going to he's gonna look at it and he's going to know. Except you need to write fuck me because then he'll know. Dude, it, Jude, if you ever want us to come and like guest lecture, we'll we'll do that for you. You let us know. I don't. We are. I don't think he tremendously wants tremendously unqualified. 
I think he's fine. I, I don't know if you know this. Uh, Ethan is a doctor professor, so he could don't. easily do this. <laughs> That's true. I could. I am a doctor professor, and dude. We, I think we would truly have so much in common. Yeah. God damn it. Someone, t- someone start the spook off so Brett stops hitting on our okay. patrons. Seriously. All right, guys. So my tale if, this evening. Oh wait, one, if one you more dare. thing. Okay, what, Brett? Jude, Jude, if you're hearing me right now, if you increase your Patreon contrib- contribution by one dollar just for one month, I'll know. <laughs> I'll know, Jude. Victor, cut this. Okay. Edit this out. Ed- edit this out. <laughs> All right. So my tale is of terrible Tilly, the lighthouse of death and madness. Are you guys ready? Yes. Sorry, what? <laughs> uh, my oh, death and madness. Story no, I, I don't. I don't. Called, I don't want any math. I'm sorry. Tilly. No, no, thank you. God damn it! Sorry. Go ahead, Victor. <laughs> so, terrible Tilly is a lighthouse off the coast of Oregon um, that is basically most lighthouses. If you guys seen are on land, right? So, like, you can easily access them. Go back in town. It's not that much of maintenance. This one, though, is on a rock. A mile and a half out. So it's a three-hour boat ride from the coast to get to this. Um, the reason they built this in 1878. Oregon, if you guys have never seen, like, um, the coast is very rocky. Tons of currents fighting with each other. So the current pulls you in on the shore. And the ocean outside has a big current going up. So it's very chaotic and bad for ships. Yeah, and it's full of that rocks. That sounds like, like tiny... any ocean or port town. Thanks for that. Not not all ports do that. and I'm not Brett. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway so the town of tillman rock uh was like hey or the town basically was like hey we need a lighthouse and we have to build it on this tiny rock it's the only thing we can do it on um so think kind of alcatraz just a little bit smaller off the, the coast there so they're like okay we'll send someone out to survey it we're obviously gonna have to blast a ton of the rock and make it flat and build a lighthouse there so they send a mason john out there in 1879 and he goes out on a boat onto the rock. And this is where things get really weird because out of nowhere, uh, or actually the bad luck starts here. Let's say that. It won't get really weird. He, as soon as he gets onto the rock, he slips onto the coast and gets pulled into the current. As I said, it basically gets lost out to sea immediately. So not a great start to construction when your surveyor gets drifted off to sea and is dead. Uh, so the whole Yeah. <laughs> so uh, for them to do this thing... <laughs> Bummer. They hired a group of like 16 quarrymen to go out to this rock. And the way they had to do this is pretty insane. They have uh, basically put a rope atop the top part of the rock onto the ship. And they had to literally just kind of like trapeze over or like pull themselves over on these little boats. So it's super dangerous. Like they can't even get their supplies or their guys over on the boat safely without having to go over this like 30 foot long wire. And all you're looking dangling down is on rocks. Sounds fun. So they start, yeah, super fun. So I don't know. These guys spent 500 days basically blowing up rock, building the foundation. um, And this rock is off the shore and basically storms come in. And what it does is over time, it's not like little rainstorm. It literally like 100 foot waves encompass the rock. So a tiny West Coast hurricane starts hitting it. And these guys are on there and basically all of them lose their supplies, water, tools and everything and are stranded out there for 16 days in the freezing cold weather with the storm is going on, barely surviving, 
finally get uh, supplies and shipments later. The thing that was the reason Terrible Tilly gets his name is the day they finally, 500 days, get all this stuff done, building the last parts of it, another storm hits and the guys go in early instead of turning on the lighthouse. So the night before, a ship coming off, uh, coming from the Pacific, obviously, coming down, uh, all they hear is like this weird men shouting and screaming and hard port. And out of there, they hear a crash and silence. All the 16 sailors on that ship were dead and found it washed ashore. And then the only thing survivor was a dog. Oh. So sadly, like the night before, yeah. So the night before the lighthouse, it's definitely, uh, you find basically, oh, death total right now is 17 total. So hey, uh, they finally, what, not, what kind of, what kind of dog was it? Uh, they don't say, Pomeranian. they just say that it was, was it a good boy? Cause it sounds like a good possibly boy. a lab. Or a British bulldog. I'm going to go with either of those British two bulldogs there. would not oh. be able to swim to safety. Those those things are all shoulders. <laughs> Sorry, I should hold my questions till the end. No, Please you continue. can feel. Inter- you guys can interrupt or put anything else in there. What do you think? Do you think it was a Shih Tzu? Nice. Uh, probably not. Probably, probably right. not. No Shih Tzus well, are smart whatever. enough to survive. How dare you! <laughs> wow. All right, so we have dog preference there. You so, son of a bitch. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> uh, so Tillamook Rock Lighthouse opened for 70, uh, 70 years. The thing with this place, though, hey, as Victor, far as, again. Victor? Yeah. Can you hurry up and get to Satan or something? Because, like, I'm waiting for Satan to show up. And <laughs> it's not. Oh, happening. no, this is it. This is the thing. This is a, this is a, it's a lighthouse, and people died, and, it, and it's spooky. Because yeah, all the t- people died on there. Who's Tilly? Is this is the lighthouse named Tilly? Yes, terrible Tilly is a nickname. It's kind of after a cute. The, it's kind of a cute name. <laughs> kind of a cute name. I, I was the dog named Tilly. No, the the lighthouse gets a nickname. Terrible Tilly. Oh, huh. Terrible Tilly is actually place one on of Tillamook. nine lighthouses on the Oregon coastline, and the nation's most photographed lighthouse is the Hesita Head Lighthouse. <laughs> thank, thank you, Nick, for that fun fact. What the hell was that, Nick? It's a fun fact. <laughs> Surprise. A, it's, it's a well-placed <laughs> fun fact. Thank you. So basically, this lighthouse operates for 77 years. Nothing spooky happens until here gets the, here's the real kicker right now. It's great. Yeah. The real kicker, when it closed down, it becomes uh, the Eternity at the Sea. So a post-mortem museum where people click... No, it becomes a place where they collect urns. Spooky. Oh. Okay. So there's 30... Wait, they, col- <laughs> they collect what? Urns. So people could basically pay to be on this, what it was called, the Eternity at the Sea. This Your urns and remains would be in this little lighthouse and this little, like, uh, shelf. They build, like, these kind of, like, honeycomb units for them to put in there. And then if you were a celebrity, you could pay high-end money to be on the top of the lighthouse and keep your remains there. Okay, hold on, so you'd be hold on. Fine hold on, on this island. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We heard you there. Who gives a shit where your ashes go? I give a shit. I want to be shot out of a cannon. I think a lot of people give a shit. (laughs) It is literally your charred remains. Like, for all I care, put them in that cardboard box that they give them to you in and just toss them in a dumpster somewhere. Like, fuck it. 
Well, Dan, you apparently know, that, in the 80s, a lot of people have the same thought because this <laughs> attorney at sea business did not last. After five years, basically, it closed down. No one bought. They only had like 30 customers. And then yeah. uh, the board basically was like, yeah, this isn't sanitary and you're not keeping the remains safe because of obviously going out there was very rare. And it's surrounded by salt water and wildlife and everything else. Yeah, but again, who cares? It's charred remains. How is that not sanitary? No one's living in the lighthouse. <laughs> Like they're not. That's very they're true. They're not serving it's not like food. They're like cooking yeah. a meal amongst it. Like what the actual back, fuck? Back back to the trash thing. I want my remains to be thrown in the trash, but not like cremated or anything. <laughs> like just, just like, like chopped up full and in body. the trash. My my not, not even chopped up. Just like oh, pop pop's dead. Whoop. <laughs> Just right in the dumpster. My joke has well, I always thought you been... wanted to be stuffed and put in the corner watching Lord of the Rings on loop. <laughs> <laughs> my my joke has always been I want to be I want to be cream or no I want to be stuffed but like in a um, sleeping on my side like looking like I'm asleep on my side and I want a friend to move me around to different benches to see if anyone <laughs> ever tries to wake me up. Yeah, that's a good. Did I tell you what Madison's idea is? No. She she wants to be not to just like shoehorn my way into Victor's story, but no, you're fine. I was at the end of my story. Ooh, it's spooky. Oh, okay. It's a graveyard, and then it's closed down graveyard in the ocean. Wait, 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 wait. Wow. That was the, the end of your story. <laughs> that was the end of the story. I lost a spook off to you. That's bullshit. <laughs> so so what? I love this lighthouse. It's filled with chocolate milk mix. <laughs> and that's the story of Terrible Tilly, the lighthouse of death and madness. <laughs> God damn! Well, uh, really the reason quick. I, I did, yeah, go for it. <laughs> no, no, no. What she, what she wants to do is she wants to get cremated and have her ashes mixed with some paint, and then she wants someone to paint a portrait of a really like hideous, creepy old lady, and then she's gonna gift that to one of the kids, and they can't throw it away because that's. Mama's ashes. If, if, you know? if I were going to do anything with my ashes, I would rather them like press me into a gemstone because that's a thing you can do. Like I would rather do that. Yeah. Space. I I know it sounded like a joke, guys, <laughs> but consider this my living will. I truly wish to be shot out of a cannon. <laughs> like cremated like yeah cremated and then shot out of a cannon into a forest <laughs> got it. Can do. into a forest got it to- yeah don't don't shoot me into the ocean i'm afraid of the ocean yeah <laughs> so just please god don't do that sounds fair enough <laughs> i'm shooting got your it. ass into right. the ocean don't shoot me i will haunt you forever <laughs> we'll we'll top that one brett good luck <laughs> That was a. I actually really like that. That was a terrifying. It's really unfortunate that the fucking like they didn't have the inaugural Ooh. party sooner. Are you guys <laughs> disappointed as much as I am? I read like three pages into it and I was like, wait, okay, where's the okay, where's the madness? Do the and yeah. I looked up. Do the lighthouse men go mad? No, they're like it's really hard to live out there because basically every time a wave hits that place, it's like an earthquake and it drives you slowly insane and you're stuck. You can't leave. So yeah. that was it. It was like oh. So no one went crazy and murdered everybody? Nothing. <laughs> it's just really shitty lighthouse. And a lot of people <laughs> died to build it. <laughs> and then it became a graveyard for a little bit. And now it's abandoned. <laughs> but a failed graveyard. It's a failed graveyard. 
<laughs> it failed at being a lighthouse, and it failed at being a graveyard. I think the sc- I think the scariest part of that is the economy. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you guys, you guys want to take a turn with my weird story? Yeah, let's, let's do it. You could, you could say anything, Brad. This one spook me, Daddy. All right, this one is just. I'm gonna go ahead and tell you guys, not super spooky, but fucking fascinating. Um, so the the story that I'm telling tonight is called the Polybius Conspiracy. And first of all, fantastic name, and this shit gets real weird real fast. So uh, my story takes is gonna take us all the way back to hipster Mecca, Portland. Uh, in the raddest, most cocaine Reaganomics time of all, the 1980s. <laughs> so I hope you oh, guys are ready. Oh, speaking of the year of our Lord, 1982. <laughs> it's, a, it's a wild time in Portland here, and let's hear what's going Co- on. Uh, cocaine Kurt Cobain is currently alive. Spe- speaking of, does anybody <laughs> want cocaine? Because I'm sure one of these guys has cocaine. Yeah, like there's cocaine okay. just flowing around in my country. I doubt okay. it's cocaine. All right, you guys let me know if you change your mind. Yeah, I, 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 I'm sure I can flag them down. Hey, Dan, like my... don't talk to any of them, actually. That's probably the best thing you can do. All right. Because they, they'll get stabby if, really quick. If you want a, a sure-as-hell <laughs> method of making them talk to you, you should go get some fast food. And then <laughs> they'll just come, come inquiring. Hey, is that McDonald's? Wow. Yeah, it's right across the hey street. Man, you got a you got a five? No, I, I pay with cards. Oh yeah. Oh, I don't have any money. Oh, oh do that you, sucks. Do man. you want me to like? <laughs> do you want me to like Uber eats you some food? I can do that. Yeah, do that. All right. Okay. Can you can you go sit over there though? Because like, I'm kind of doing something. No, no, <laughs> I, I, can't, it, no I can't. I have it brought to you. I have to sit right here with you. Oh, well then I'm. <laughs> I have to be real close to you, you while you eat it. When's the last time you bathed? Uh, I can't remember. Carter <laughs> was president. Pause. There's the joke. There you go. Yeah, I'm trying to so think of Brad what their answer have. would be if you asked them that. Like, what would they say? I like Brett's answer. Carter was president. Carter was president. Good God. <laughs> so, so anyway, back back to the Polybius conspiracy. Yeah. Polygamy so, conspiracy. Uh, the Got feature. It. No, yeah, no. it's great. So uh, the the feature of this story is a conspiracy theory surrounding a mysterious series of arcade game cabinets in and around the Portland oh, suburbs. In I know exactly what you're talking called, about. I won't spoil anything. But the whole time that you've been talking, I was like, why do I know the name Polybius? I've read about this and it, it is, is fascinating. Anyway, go on. Is, sorry. Fucking fascinating. So, the uh, the name of the the series of arcade cabinets was called Polybius, and so rumors started like okay. So I don't know if you guys, I didn't have the internet until like two thousand and probably three, uh, but in the the internet history before like what we know is the internet. Oh, uh, the there prehistory. Was a, a series of basically like yeah, the prehistory, like basically like. <laughs> The forerunners to the forums classical era was something called U- yeah the classical internet was something called yes. Usenet okay and this story started on Usenet in the 1990s like background 1990s. on Usenet nice. just because uh, I feel like this is a, a nice little aside 
That is also where you can find the story of the man who claimed to be a time traveler and predicted a few events and then was never heard from again. No shit, really. Oh, that's that's yeah, there's some there's some really creepy shit when you dig into Usenet. Yeah, this well, this story comes like started in the Usenet, um, and uh, it broke into like major internet circulation in like the year two thousand, uh, but. Uh, to this date, the actual authentication of the physical existence of this arcade cabinet, Pol- uh, Polybius, has never been proven. So, sources claim that this arcade cabinet was part of a government-run psycho- uh, psychological experiment with video games that would hmm. produce intense psychoactive and addictive effects in the people that were playing it. And that these the Polybius arcade cabinets were publicly staged in arcade uh, arcades around the suburban Portland area, and only in and around the suburban Portland area, uh, and would periodically be visited by government agents, you know, suit and tie, men in black type folks, mm-hmm. who would hook up analytics machines to them periodically at night after people had been playing them all day. And these uh, arcade cabinets were only um, like in circulation for about a month and a half uh, in the Portland arcades before they all mysteriously disappeared overnight, just one night. Uh, so, have you guys ever seen the movie uh, uh, the, the Last Starfighter? Yeah. Oh, yes. Dan, you just killed my ending. Oh, my, here. my bad. <laughs> my bad. Go on. Didn't it's hear okay. anything. Go ahead. <laughs> so. Uh, we'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. I promise. So, um, oh, that's in in the Usenet registry, uh, or excuse me, not, uh, the it was brought up that they would cause like hallucinations, and that government agents were using it to experiment with mind control. Uh, but the uh, the title Polybius gets at, so apparently there is a nonprofit called Coinop, mm-hmm. which. Uh, existed only to catalog every arcade cabinet that ever existed just for the sake of having like basically a library of the history of video games. And it got added to this registry on February 6, 2000. Uh, And it mentions that a a game named Polybius was copywritten in the year 1981. Although... um, the there's actually no official copyright in the U.S. on file uh, of any game called Polybius. The author Weird. of Coinop claimed that uh, he came into possession of a digital ROM copy of the game. And so, for those of you guys, or for those of you listeners that don't know what a ROM is, basically it's like a pirated version of any like cartridge video well, game uh, that will allow you really to play it. It's really the source it. code. Like everything's written. Like yeah. Yeah. every arcade is technically a ROM. The cabinet is just a way to display yeah. it. Dude, I played the shit right. out of some ROMs all through like elementary school and middle school. I used to skip yeah, my too. school lunch just to pocket the money my parents would give me so I could go spend it at the ROM parlor. <laughs> to get the the sweet sweet rom tickets to trade in for rom <laughs> prices like Sony army pops. men they had a commissary where you could go play roms they called it the rom-com right. and i loved it huge fan of rom-coms 
I love the rom commissary. They served pizza there. Yeah, and, and always, always flat Pepsi. But you know what? It's fine. Yeah, you know what? It was, it was fine. It was like because part of you know it. you could have, you could have as much of that flat Pepsi as you want. Yeah, get- and sometimes. Sometimes it was tabbed. Sometimes. And they give you a, they give you a small cup, but it was free refill, so it was like a large. Yeah, uh-huh. you just had to stay exactly. there all day. Uh-huh. So just a shot glass yeah. for flat Pepsi, <laughs> but you waited on your rum to warm up. Perfect. So it's a history uh, lesson for you kids the, out the, there. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you, it's. It's what it's those shitty things that you play on your smartphone, but we had to go to a place that had all of them in a in giant it. wooden box <laughs> that took up the, about the space of two people. Yeah, that had a TV in it, and it was a uh, quite the place yeah. to go when your parents were shopping for your. You school might clothes. you might know them better <laughs> as that like kitschy bar you go to where it's like a theme where they have video games in boxes, and it's weird to you. Yeah, because like. Why the fuck would you play video games that way? But you know what? When you're drinking, it's kind of fun, right? Well, we used to do that without the uh-huh. alcohol. Yeah, exactly. I will say it's Before a lot better when I can drink was. and do it. Disagree. I'm not getting I mean, a high I... score when I'm inebriated. <laughs> yeah. Speak for yourself. You have not played <laughs> Burger Time while drunk at the Bart downtown. I, st- I still go. I don't drink at all. I'm you know, still cold sober. Ethan <laughs> just goes to play the, the, fu- games. the fucking. <laughs> I just go. Uh, I just go for the ROMs, really. You know, as 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 many bars as I have ever been to in my life, which is a lot because I'm a borderline problematic. Because <laughs> you have an issue. Uh, yeah, I have an issue. Um, I like to party too much. That's my issue. I like to have and, fun. Damn it, <laughs> Brett! Please keep it yeah, down. The, there are about the like only, six meth heads who heard you say that. I I swear to God, in all of the bars that I've ever been in. The only bar fight I have ever seen and not participated in was at a fucking barcade in Orlando. And the fight was, it erupted over uh, one man playing centipede uh, and another man bumping into him and knocking his craft beer off of the centipede arcade cabinet <laughs> and sp- uh, getting onto his suede shoes. That's the. And it—that's the, it, the whitest it, thing I've ever heard. Was it, it was me? Because I, I normally to, wear my suede boots over there. <laughs> Nick, you would so, die in a bar fight, like, so I don't think it was. I you. sure would. I don't think it was me. It was the. It was me. I, that's how we met. Me I was—I swear to God—I was one of five people in this bar, and. Three of the five people were my party, and then the other two were the two men that got into this fist fight over the centipede did, game. Did, so what, did what any happened? of the beer spill on the rom? It got it got on the cabinet. It got on the guy's suede shoes, no. and then uh, the the fight opened with the the one who spilled the beer saying, "I'm sorry," and the guy spins around and said, "The these are suede, you." fucking homo and then he open palm slapped him across the face that can't that can't be real it is 100% real and uh, he slapped him so hard open palm across the face that the dude staggered backwards hit a table fell over the table and knocked over like a collection of board games which scattered across the bar floor (laughs) 
And then he picked him. He picks himself up and he spears the guy into the fucking centipede machine. And uh, the the bartender is obviously not used to conflict, like physical human conflict. No kidding. Doesn't. He doesn't know what to do and is like, can we, can you guys please stop as they are just wailing on each other? Hey, hey guys, can you quit it? Can you guys quit it? And he's, and he's like, oh guys, seriously, you're gonna you, damage, you guys got to stop that. Damn it, you guys are going to okay. damage the cabinets. Take your, take your yeah, friend You're going to upset like, the other three patrons. <laughs> Could you please and like stop? they're like rolling around wailing on each other in a pile of crushed board games. And like he's like, I, I swear to God, I'll, I'll call the police if I have to. And when he says that, they stop, and then they both just awkwardly left. What and it was like the weirdest bar fight <laughs> that I've. I I I wish that I could just draw you a picture of that scene Je- and replay that. Jessica in some grieving. Way. <laughs> if you can just, if you could just paint that or draw that image of what I have in my mind. They both have two very, very wispy mustaches. Both of them. <laughs> it, it was like the two like l- like prototypical like bearded flannel wearing like indie guys. Oh Jesus! And it just in the most like pitiful bar fight that it has ever existed in the history of mankind. <laughs> yeah, Brett, I'm surprised you didn't jump in. Yeah. You know, it was just, it was too entertaining to watch and neither of them smarted off to me, so. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to the story. <laughs> so, uh, the author claimed that he owned a copy of this ROM on his computer and was willing to disseminate it, uh, but was too afraid to do so. And claimed that he extracted text from the ROM source code and pulled out the phrase 1981 Sinne Company. And I'm so sorry, I don't speak German. And uh, if my girlfriend is listening, I, I'm sorry that I butchered your native tongue. Uh, <laughs> and uh, basically... He, he doesn't he does have a girlfriend, uh, folks. Don't believe him. Brett is no longer a lonely, sad man. Fun hey, fact. Hey, Brett, so, uh, we talked about uh, this, this phrase, for marketing purposes. You need to appear as the sexy single guy of the show. Yeah. yeah, you're right, Come on. and I'm coming for you. Right. <laughs> no, don't don't uh, bring him. God damn it! <laughs> uh, so the the phrase in Ger- so this is a German phrase, right? And it means sensory deprivation, and it's a compound word. And so, fun fact about Sinnesschlossen Co. Uh, that is not a company that has ever existed in the United States. Uh, however. A company has existed in Argentina since the '60s with that name. Whoa, uh, that's um, weird. Was is there? So, are there Germans in Argentina? You know, are there, there certainly are Germans in Argentina, really? and they there have been since about 1945. Huh. It's funny you say Holiday. that. There were Germans in Brazil around the same time. Wait yeah, some of them ended up in Brazil. Some of them ended up in Argentina. All in holiday for no Argentina. Just, just yeah. on a holiday. Oh. And huh. It's like when I vacation, never left. Yeah. yeah, you know, famous for the non-extradition of Nazis. They were, they were due back for a little <laughs> thing called Nuremberg, and they just weren't excited about it. Huh. You know, they didn't. They didn't get the letter, so they couldn't. The make summons it never made it to them. 
Got yeah, because there's no there, post right? in Argentina, you know. <laughs> go on, go on vacation. Never want to go back. Oof. I identify so, uh, with these Germans definitely. <laughs> so I can this relate. German, this German-founded Argentinian company is the only thing on file as having produced this uh, video speaking game. Speaking of real quick, and, South American uh, uh, <laughs> Nazis. Just because I always love sharing this. Um, <laughs> I, I I I happen to work in a place where I do deal with a lot of tourists, Nazis, uh, oh, and there sorry. was a. Uh, <laughs> we are known for uh, Brazilian tourists specifically, um, and there was a day where uh, uh, a guy came in. He was a tall, blonde-haired, blue-eyed, like just like strapping man. Um, typical Brazilian and yeah. in my head 100% I expected when he opened his mouth uh, either like an American accent uh, like a, a, an English accent or maybe like Scandinavian like I, I was expecting all these different things uh, and then he started speaking Portuguese and later I saw his Brazilian ID uh, and his his uh, I can't remember his last name it was a Brazilian last name but his first name was literally Fritz uh, what? <laughs> and I just, I literally, ah, all yes, I could Fritz think, all I could think in my head was, <laughs> I just helped an ancestor of a Nazi. And there was something about it that was kind of <laughs> cool, but not in the way where I was like, it, it was more like cool in the way where it's like, oh, it finally validated that thing I've always heard and assumed was an urban legend. Now I know. Yeah. No, they're really there. Yeah, when you meet someone named like Paolo von Schlieffen, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh, damn, that's insane. I always thought it was just kind of an urban legend, not really like an actual. Uh, no, thing. no, there's huge like it's a. I mean, the, the the people that travel to the U.S. obviously have money. Yeah, <laughs> right. also to be well, here. and I have to assume that uh, Fritz. Uh, whoever his, I'm assuming grandfather was, uh, has to have either passed away or not joined them on the trip because you better believe they have a list of these people. And if they show up in a country where they can be extradited, they will be like anywhere in Europe. They're not going, they're not going to America. They're not going to Europe. They're not going anywhere. They are staying where they are. They're like, I fucking love Brazil, you guys. I love the the waxing methods that they use here, and I fucking love paella. I'm not, like, I'm never leaving. I'm not going fucking anywhere for no other reasons. So, so back to the so rom, back to the rom game, right? So, uh, poli- there's been stories associated with um, Portland arcades that have, you know sprung up since 1981 about how popular this game was even though it was only like available to be played for like a month and a half in like 1980 and it was described as being popular to the point of addiction with lines forming around the machines and fist fights breaking out as to who had dibs to play because next. of suede shoes so like clear- so much suede shoes yeah right <laughs> so uh it was it has continued to be described as a uh, a cabinet that would be visited by men wearing you know full suit and tie uh to collect you know to and they would connect machines to it 
periodically, like right before close. And so like the, sh- the machine would get shut off early before everything else in the arcade. And some of the uh, side effects from playing the game included having uh, fits of amnesia, insomnia, night terrors, and then borderline hallucinations. And so uh, a month and a half after it's released in 1981, uh, every one of these cabinets disappears just overnight. Like they, like they had a recall. So uh, in, uh, before September 2003, the guy that owns coinop.org submitted a write-up to uh, the then-popular magazine GamePro. You guys remember GamePro at all? <laughs> uh, vaguely. Yeah, so yeah. uh, GamePro is a very popular American video game uh, magazine that was very prolific from like the I want to say like the early 2000s to like mid 2000s. Um and they actually ran a story on Polybius in September 2003. Really? Uh in an article called Secrets and Lies and it is the first known printed mention of the game uh and it declared its uh existence to be inconclusive, which again further sparked curiosity about the story. So following the GamePro article, being that it was a prolific publication, um, a bunch of people came forward from Portland that claimed to like have played it and known about it and been involved in it. So in 2006, a guy named Stephen Roach claimed to be one of the original programmers uh, that helped write the game uh, as an American contractor and described it as having cutting-edge graphics for the time. And according to him, uh, one of the reasons why they pulled it was that a boy in a Portland arcade had like an incredibly violent seizure. And that was the last like straw and the company got scared and then pulled it. Uh, So according to the people that played the game, it was both disorienting and confusing, yet highly addictive Hmm. and featured colorful geometric shapes that bent and folded around in a central form or a central portal uh, and featured vector and raster graphics, which wouldn't be um, something that uh, arcade games could actually do until like the late 80s, early 90s. Uh, So it was like highly advanced for its time. And around the 1981 uh, mark, Newspapers in Portland reported on a 12-year-old uh, getting sick after playing, and he, like he basically was so addicted to this game that he had to have other kids like massage his hands and forearms to allow him to keep playing. What the hell? And he got violently ill uh, afterwards, and then like had to be I hospitalized. Think that'd be a warning sign. And then, right? And then there was a second kid, uh, different from the Stephen Roach report about a kid that had a seizure and collapsed in an arcade and then the arcade actually like was like, okay, no one's playing this fucking game anymore. <laughs> oh, look um, at that. A responsible so, business owner. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, huh. uh, where, where, so let's see, where does this leave us? So is this a, is this a weird urban legend of the 1980s, uh, involving a government conspiracy? Is it a, uh, company from Argentina in a place that harbored Nazi scientists <laughs> making something to be deployed on U.S. soil, or maybe there's an actual real connection here. So I, I in doing research on this, uh, I came across an article 
that was talking about um, some unethical government experimental programs that were uh, run in like 50s, 60s time frame, uh, which involved exposing a bunch of people unaware to LSD. Yeah. Uh, and that actually came to light in 1975 after the CIA, you know, like investigated it and then made it public. Uh, and then through discovery on this case, you know, as um, these agencies were actually taken to court between 77 and 85. Uh, the court discovery unveiled that in the U.S. there were 185 organizations that were experimenting in mind control, resulting in the same, um, like the same documented medical effects as Polybius was alleged to have. Oh, and really? uh, on top of this, uh, there were rumors in the time, like in 1980, 1981, Portland of illegal gambling happening at arcades that were uh, never really substantiated. But any time that the people that were collecting data from the machines uh, were questioned about what they were doing, uh, they would say that they were policing the arcades in the search for illegal gambling. And uh, with uh, all of this, Polybius has gained internet fame and has entered into the like imagination of the people that believe in government mind control conspiracies, and it it resurfaces from time to time with people claiming to have like an actual intact copy of the original ROM. And uh, as Dan mentioned, Polybius is like the direct influence of the movie The Last Starfighter, which you know if even if there's nothing to it, it's pretty fucking cool that it turned into like a fucking pop culture icon movie from like a Usenet thing, <laughs> which is like super fascinating. Well, when did Last Starfighter and, come out? Because, yeah, I guess that would have been yeah, during the uh, Usenet era. The, uh, let me look it up right now. I, I actually don't know. But Dan, what is The Last Starfighter about? I uh, it's a kid playing a video game in an arcade, and he does really well. Uh, but it's aliens, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but anyway, oh yeah, no, this was released in '84. This was pre-Usenet. '84, yeah, yeah. pre-Usenet. Shit. Yeah, but it's cited as a it's a, cited as like a a um, an influence on the movie. So at least the conspiracy existed before like Usenet popularity in the early '90s. Yeah, which would huh. make sense. I mean, you know. It, logically, you know, video games and shit. Yeah. Adults are going to be like, oh, they're spooky. Well, Kids are going to these I just, nightclubs. Well, in this... in This this was just so weird movie, to me that I had to do kid, this one. The uh, kid gets recruited by, like... I want to say he's either fighting aliens or he was recruited by aliens uh, to go fight uh, another alien race. And because he was the, the high score of that game, like, he was clearly the best pilot. Yeah, that is a that is a stupid plot. Yeah, it's it's kind of dumb. Shout out to (laughs) shout out to the writers of the Lost Last Starfighter. You mean Disney, Ethan? Yes, Disney. Was it Disney movie? No, it was not. I just wanted to say it. Oh, (laughs) Oh, damn it! Though that is an incredibly 1980s plot. I will. Oh, it was Universal. We'll we'll throw it to Universal then. Fuck you, Universal. Oh. Yeah, Universal. <laughs> Make but, like, a ride. That sounds like. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds like. Uh, what was that it other was, one with Ferris Bueller? 
What? War Games or something? Oh, yeah, yeah War, War Games. games is that one's so good. That one's a little different. Where it's like... T- well, it, in the sense that, like, technology is magic. Like, in the 80s, they were like, computers, you can do fucking anything with this shit. Computers, how do they fucking that, work? It's the same reason yeah, why, like... You remember that movie that was, like, like all about those two dudes that made a chick that they wanted to fuck? Weird like, what science. Was that weird called? science. It, Smart house. Yeah. <laughs> which, <laughs> which you yeah, can... I'm, weird way to describe that. You can, create, you can critique that movie all you want, but that movie brought Oingo Boingo into the public eye, so... From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand my intentions? Anyway, um, the, but it's the look at like even Blade Runner, right? Like Blade Runner is uh, yeah. uh, arguably, I mean, a classic. No one is or no one is going to dispute that the first Blade sure. Runner is a classic. Whether you like the movie or not, it is a classic. Um, oh, yeah. right. But like that's an, a perfect example of technology is magic because at that time when the movie was right. made, everyone assumed Japan was going to be like the superpower of the world because they have unlocked technological mysteries that no one has figured out yet. And really all Japan was doing at that point was they had figured out how to make good arcade games, which shout out to another Axis power making arcade games. Um, they, they knew how to make good arcade <laughs> games and, and they were, they were relatively advanced because that's where they were putting a lot of money. Now, Japan is is pretty on par with the rest of the world, and they have some things they do better than others, but I don't think anyone looks at them the same way. And that's the perfect example of, like, look at Blade Runner. That is now a disprovable dystopian future because Japan's not going to, like, take over L.A. with, like, their... Their look, their feel, their technology, because we we, yeah. we figured out our own tech shit. Not with that yeah, attitude. That's very true. That's yeah, a good we point. we can now literally summon McDonald's to wherever we are. Yeah, like I I think who's going to argue that we haven't won the tech wars right now, guys? <laughs> China, China's <laughs> going to argue that. When they have China, well, I mean, I'm sure they have Chinese Uber or some knockoff that does the same yeah, thing. <laughs> they, they, they most certainly do. Oh, and Russia, who is the. It's uh, just called New Uber. Not responsible for yeah. Uber. Dan, I think that you meant to call Russia our government. <laughs> has our <laughs> overseas government. No, no puppet. Yeah, the, You're the puppet. The extension the office of the White not House. Not a puppet. Not a puppet. Not a puppet. You're a not puppet. a collusion. <laughs> Fake news. So are we ready to vote, guys? Yeah, let's... Well, um, before, I don't think we really need to. Before we <laughs> jump to the vote, I'm going to exercise my right and filibuster because... Uh, l- let's just God take a moment what? here. No, I'm filibustering. You guys have taken the folk off. Victor, no. you made a joke out of the folk off and just talked about a lighthouse where people no. took urns. You, I, no, no, uh, no th- filibustering. Sorry, this is my floor. I have the floor. Brett, will the gentleman yield? No, he will not. He will not yield. No, Brett, you you told a a, an internet uh, sci-fi story that didn't have anything to do with ghosts, demons. I I asked Dan on the floor. I'm sorry, I have. Will he yield? I will not yield. (laughs) 
And the sp- this is America. He can do what he wants <laughs> no. here. He can buy a gun wherever the, and whenever. I'm not going to yield. This is my floor. And it's kind of ridiculous. You guys took the, the spook off, which I was dominating with good stories that had substantiated evidence. It was interesting, fascinating. Oh, they were fun stories. Brett, at least yours is fascinating, but like it's not in the folklore tradition. Victor, again, you made a mockery. Okay, of, excuse me, I have Floor. No, I have the floor. The gentleman has to yield. Will you yield? I will not yield. This is my time. This is mine. <laughs> is this really how a filibuster yes. works? Is like yeah. someone periodically asks that every time? Yeah, someone, someone has <laughs> like, yeah, you just have to ask. Like, him. like, no, fuck you. I will not. <laughs> that's, that's what Bernie Sanders pretty much does, which I love. He's he's pretty much saying fuck you. Uh, him and Elizabeth Warren are the best at saying I will not yield. But my favorite thing, yeah, my favorite thing about that is when you hear them ask the question every time. They're just like, will will the gentleman yield? It's almost like they think they're going to trick him this time, and he's going to be like, yeah, I'll get- oh, damn it. Ah, shucks. So, Dan, your point of your filibuster. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I... Would you stop? I, I did stop talking. I made it a discussion. I guess the filibuster is ruined, unless anyone else wants to filibuster. The floor's open. Don't you do hey, it. look, I'm going to go ahead and defend myself right now and say that that was a urban legend that I chose, and we are an internet media... Uh, company here and we produce internet media content so I think I might have shared the most relevant story that has ever been shared on this show. I just wanted to share with because everyone my research of what happened with I dug into a story that was clickbait and was clearly fake news because that title was the title there. <laughs> well, there was no death and there was death but no madness. Will Victor yield the floor? No, that I just wanted to bring you all to, to what I, I the pause. I think you, I think the pause, pause is lost. Right? I lost. No, he, he said no. There's no. You way. have to let him finish. <laughs> but yes, what's your point? Should we get rid of the spook off? Is that what you're about to say? No, I want the spook off to be great again. Make spook offs great again. Ska, Miska. Look. Look, I think that my story was fucking fascinating and was a government conspiracy Brett, about mind Brett, control that Brett, may have had yeah. Nazi Brett, origins. I will not yield. You can you can yield my dick. Okay? That counts. That counts. The gentleman, the gentleman yield. can yield my dick. That's what I say. He's yielding. I am a congressman. I give right. it to Brett just for that. Yeah. All right, I guess we can put it to a vote, but you know, everyone's just going to vote down their party lines because that's just how our that's government right. works now. Our party lines. The party lines. I vote for the Kremlin again. <laughs> Let's see. I vote for uh, Brett. It's obviously Brett. I'm sorry. Wait, are, are you guys yeah, not going to? Are we not even going to pretend? We're not even going to do the uh, who told it better and the. <laughs> you don't want to really rub salt in the wound and make sure Victor knows that he fucked this up. Look, Victor did a good job with the material that he chose, all right? (laughs) It's just, he couldn't help the ending because I read the, I was considering that one for mine, and I was actually pissed when he picked it and was like, God (laughs) damn it, he picked the best story. (laughs) Yeah, Oregon did not have a lot of good stuff, honestly. Like, Dan, you did the best work on it. (laughs) Yeah. You, yeah. hit, you you hit really lightly those really bad stories. <laughs> yeah, the, the Sasquatch, the alien Sasquatch to me was the real star. So I think everyone should vote for me. 
I think that it's amazing that those people were able to afford that lake. I'm still thinking about yeah, that. That's the least believable part. That's, actually, that's borderline unbelievable. The, like the Sasquatch, I'm I'm all for, but owning a lake? No. Okay, so Dan, your how vote does that work? Zero, Do you, and then Nick, what is your vote? I vote. Do you for own the land around the lake? Because those God fun facts it. were so sensual. You know what? He did a great job i'm with again, nick. like seriously I vote nick, you for did nick. forget a fun fact that it uh it was illegal to be black in oregon until you were night until 1926 by the way that was a fun <laughs> scary fact which is the terror of that state hang yeah, on, yeah hang it's on, an anti-fun fact but you're not you wrong. cannot own land oh, you cannot own you. land in that state yeah i needed clarification oh. on that because you could not live there black, yeah that, that that's uh you can't you basically really were that. only people when it became a union could stay there was like the small minority that was there, but everyone else you were not allowed to. Uh, basically, they made it insanely hostile, and you couldn't own land, you couldn't vote, you couldn't work, you couldn't do anything. So it was like illegal to be there. And yet, Oregon had the first female voter by accident. Yep, that's right. Well, I can Racist throw this fun voter. fact in there to. Uh, to kind of like polish it off. Apparently, it's against the law in Myrtle Creek, Oregon, to box with a kangaroo. Okay, wow. that's what we go out with. <laughs> Great, and well, that's what we're going to end with, guys. Thank you so much for listening to our Oregon episode. <laughs> I uh, yeah, I guess I I'm totally okay with ending it. There. I guess I vote for Nick as well. Yeah, Nick, I vote for Nick. Yeah, hot damn! He's, he was I'm really the star off. of this show. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I guess Nick runs the spook off. Next I guess time. you get to choose your your uh, contestant, Nick. I get to choose my contestant, and then they choose the state, right? Sure, whatever. Yeah, all right. Yeah, we we only make the rules up about ninety percent of the time. Sounds good to me. And they're wildly inconsistent, so that seems right. I'm going to go with Ethan Aww, because I B think team. a B team spook off would be hella fun. Yeah, B team spook off. Do I pick the state now? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Fucking Minnesota. Minnesota spook off <laughs> it is. Ugh. Yeah. He's, he's, he's going to pick the ghost of the career of Garrison Cuba. <laughs> 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 That's perfect. All right, there we go. All right, everybody. Perfect. Before we see you next week, a couple shout outs for social media. Follow us on Twitter at GoFolkPodcast. We are super, super active on there, especially for hashtag Folklore Thursday. Um, you'll usually see us tweet some kind of fun fact, and then we'll let you know when a new episode comes out, whether it's a deep folking, a state episode, or a folking with monsters that you can find on Patreon. Guys, speaking of Twitter, is that do you think that's really Bill on Twitter? I, for be. one, think that it is Bill. It has to be Bill, right? I don't think Bill I mean, knows how to tweet. Libraries have the internet. I was say, who gave Bill a Twitter machine? I think... The library? Yeah, it's the public <laughs> Like library. he's Some allowed in a public library with all those kids. Oh, yeah. Huh. Oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, go ahead and uh, give us some more shout outs. Sorry about that. Was, uh, just, yeah. No, no worries. So you can also <laughs> find us on Facebook if you go search for Go Folk Yourself Podcast. You can find us on Patreon where for literally just the price of any size drink at McDonald's with the exception <laughs> of the McCafe premium drinks, you too can right. become a member of our Patreon family. You can subscribe and help feed the podcast mouths that keep the show going. Yep. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and, and as usual, depending this podcast on where you is, fall, uh, 
Oh, no. No, step right over my joke, Nick. No, go ahead, please. I wasn't talking and doing the one thing I do good on this show. Go for it, Dan. No, it's God fine. Damn, it's another two-hour-long episode. <laughs> uh, I, you know what? I won't make my joke. I was just going to say this episode is brought to you, of course, by Apple Podcasts. The best way to podcast because I've given up oh, yeah. on trying to look at any of the other podcasting apps because, fuck it, Apple Podcasts Why is the you? easiest way. And... After all, they are the ones who created the format, so we kind of owe it to them. Absolutely. Apple Podcasts is the best way to listen to our show. Um, If you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, then click on the show, leave us a review, because that's the best way to amplify the show. You can talk about it to your friends, and that helps a ton, but really those reviews are what helps us kind of like crack through those barriers and really show up and be curated for other people to listen to it as well. So if you love us as much as we love doing this, then we'll be great. I refuse to be a part of this corporate advertisement. <laughs> well, that's fine as long as I am the other hand and a kangaroo. Yeah. I think that if you don't listen to us on Apple Podcast, uh, you're fuck. probably on no, I don't have it. Yeah, there you go. Then fuck you. <laughs> then fuck yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> what Brett said. <laughs> We're a counterculture. Think that about winds now. it down. Good night, guys. <laughs> well, I think that's it, everybody. Good night. Right. Well, good night, and uh, go folk yourselves.
Uh, hey, what are, what are you going to get, Dan? Oh, man, there's so many choices here at Sonic's. Uh, I was thinking personally about I, getting I the know. supersonic double cheeseburger, but I'm not sure. I don't know. I was thinking about getting the either the all-American dog or the New York dog, Ugh. but I can't really make up my mind. You know, mind. honestly, what? if only it was breakfast, because I would have had that supersonic breakfast burrito. Have you ever had that, Ethan? Uh, they. Why are you guys saying it like that? It's just, I mean, yeah, I have. And you knew they served, but it's right there. Yeah, but it's not breakfast what time. Did you s- what are you referring to, Ethan? Are you referring to the ultimate meat and cheese breakfast burrito or the foot-long chili cheese coney? There, there I can't really a, tell what you're pointing there at. It, there it is again. You guys keep saying it like that. It's just Well, I'll tell you what. We're just I don't know Sonic. what I'm going to eat, but I am going to get the Sonic Blast made with Butterfinger candy. That's for sure. I think that I'm going to get a snow cone slush from Sonic. Yeah. You don't have to keep saying from we're at Sonic. You don't have from Sonic. That's we're here. We're already here. And it's Yeah, I know. And, and I know that we we all came to Sonic in your car, Ethan. Yeah. Um and I, this is like it's we don't really get a chance to all sit together and, you know, eat together like we, as friends we, like we used to. We just but, pulled in you know, here because it was to, right here. And the McDonald's. I just really was on wanted to tell side. you guys, um I'm I'm gonna divorce Janine. What? Oh man. Yeah. yeah, I wanted to tell you that. You know, I don't, I don't mean to step on this moment, but did you guys know that they have a strawberry ice cream slush and it's a limited time only? No. no yeah, stop that. that. No. That does stop sound it. appealing. No. What? Brett, you're getting well, a div- that's you know, horrible. Yeah, I'm I'm divorcing Janine. Oh but, my god, I'm know, so like, sorry. I think it's it's really important that at America's drive-in we can come together. There it is. Why do you keep doing that? Brett, Are we in what? a commercial? What? No. Why do you? Why are you guys saying it like that? We're just eating at Sonic's Americans Eatery. Like you, keep, like friends, you know. Yeah, I know. It's good to have friends. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna, and I'm going to need my friends over the next few months. Oh you know? God, no! We're in the thing, aren't we? Brett, I'm going to. Why can't I'm I leave? order you a large chili cheese tot? My car Sonics. is. My car won't even turn on. Is this even a car? Hey, thanks. You know that that almost makes me feel better, Th- Dan. How did we get? Wow, here? Wow, did you know Wait, they have cheddar here. poppers? Wow. No, no, no. That's crazy. I thought that Guys, was only no, a regional you have dish. to stop. No. Wait. Sonic, America's drive-in.